Greetings of peace, dear friends. Thank you for listening to this reflection. And I hope that you are well on this uh, Labor Day weekend. Blessings to all those who are in need of prayer. Blessings to all those in need of healing prayer, in need of guidance, in need of protection. We gather this Sunday for our, uh, at St. Mary's at least in Laguna Beach uh, for our initial parish picnic and it will be a gift to be together and uh, last night Thursday and as every first Thursday of the month we have and we share in Tazay at St. Mary's at Laguna Beach and um, and I've been enjoying some wonderful poetry of St. Teresa of Avila and I was reflecting on a conversation I once had with my grandfather uh, on um, a wonderful book, Contemplation in a World of Action, by Thomas Merton, my grandfather Edward, um, in the 80s, had trained and did um, spiritual direction and intense training at the Thomas Merton Institute. And so I've been reflecting on today at least, and this week, contemplative prayer as I, dis- as I pray through uh, and as I strengthen my prayer discipline uh, in this time, in, in busyness, as I, as I try to quiet the mind more and hold each one, not only at St. Mary's, but homes and this community that surrounds St. Mary's, this local parish, this downtown uh, Laguna Beach, this uh, Deanery 10 Beach cities, this Diocese of Los Angeles, contemplative prayer over and over. uh, I'm, I'm reminded Scripture reminds us what we are made for which I believe initially is to abide, to rest, to dwell in God. Men's Bible study has been exploring Paul's writings and I am, I think more than 50 times Paul repeats the phrase in Christ. So contemplative prayer for me, I'm realizing, is not just about activity and speaking, but also about listening and resting in God. I wonder, do we, or how many of us perhaps have grown up thinking of prayer uh, as a checklist of requests to God, um, like my Trader Joe's list perhaps, or my Ralph's uh, grocery list. Um, You know, I, I remember Perhaps hearing folks saying, I'm heading off to prayer. Does anyone need anything? Um, And so prayer is, yes, certainly about sharing our concerns and my frustrations with this divine being, this immaterial being that is supreme consciousness, that is in all, like water, God. Uh, God is... um, Apologies. Apologies for that ring in the background. God... I believe is 
personal enough to have come down and wrestle in the dirt with Jacob or answer Abraham's pleading. Contemplative prayer and the primary purpose of prayer I think is to impress on us the personality and character of Jesus. I want to be more like Jesus so the life that I live is no longer mine but Jesus Spirit of Jesus, the presence of of Jesus in us, through us. So, what a reminder that prayer is less about trying to get God to do something we want God to do and more about getting ourselves, perhaps, to do what God wants us to do and to become who we were meant to be as we see this through the life of Jesus. There are times... When I speak, there are times when I weep. There are times when I groan, there are times when I shout at God. But there are times, and I need to make more times like this, when I simply sit in silence and I am held as beloved. We remember the character of God, the fruit of the Spirit, and the incarnation of Jesus as Jesus reveals to us what God is like with flesh on. And we pray that God's character will become my character, our character. As many know, as some of you know, desert mothers, desert fathers, uh, be are persons whom I admire and I've, I've heard and I've, I believe they've been known to say if you if your speaking doesn't add something beautiful to the silence don't speak I'll say that again if your speaking doesn't add something beautiful to the silence don't speak It has been a high-paced, cluttered busyness, noise. And so silence is a way, I think, I believe, we can free up the space to listen to Jesus. How many times in our lives, in my life, does silence get interrupted? fairly quickly even just within this reflection uh, the the ring of a phone the knock on a door uh, the thoughts in my own head something almost always breaks the silence uh, especially when I say to myself I, how, how much I long or contemplative prayer. And so it can be tempting to give up to say that silence is not possible in my context or I'm not cut out for this, but the wisdom of those who have gone before us can help us. Teresa of Avila 
distracted by her own thoughts in prayer, said she learned not to fight them, but to let them come and go like waves in the sea, trusting that God was an anchor who could hold her through any storm. So I wonder if contemplation is about tending to the lines that anchor us in Christ. Francis of Assisi. For him, in his journey, the San Damiano cross was one of those lines, serving as an icon to focus his prayer on Christ's love. It was in hours of prayer before this cross that he heard Jesus say, Rebuild my church which is in ruins. He got up to start the most amazing renewal movement in the Middle Ages. So I wonder if we want to join God in changing the world, especially because we can only change ourselves, I guess. The place to begin is in prayer, on my knees, in silence. There is so much noise around. Just now, the phone there's a helicopter going by in downtown Laguna. And so if you can, if you are able, I invite you to join me this Labor Day weekend and create some, some margin, some space for silence. And when your thoughts come, let them come and let them flow like clouds through this wonderful blue sky knowing that you are not the clouds or your thoughts, but the sky, merely watching. May we be transformed through our prayers. Keep us in strength, dear Jesus. Keep us from the pitfalls of despair and self-pity perhaps lest we ridicule your grace and power and lead us to transformation and healing wherever you find yourself on this day dear friend let the good news of Jesus sing through your heart